Hey, you're listening to That Witchy Stuff, and I'm your host, Celeste. Hey, everybody. It's been two or three weeks, I guess, since our last episode. Um, It feels like it's been a lot longer than that to me, but things have been so crazy, crazy, crazy for me the last, um, the last few weeks. And, and I know why, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, so someone on the Facebook group, Dan, uh, Dan asked me, what is Mercury being in retrograde? And like, what does that, what does that have to do with anything? Um, so he said he understands the science of it, so I'll, I'll, I'll tell you about that, but we'll also talk about, um, what that means magically, or, it's not really magical, but astrologically what it means, um, as well as the fact that there are also two other planets in retrograde right now. So, um, alright, so retrograde, what that means is, um... The planets in their orbit, they, they don't go backwards, but because of the way they orbit and perspective and things like that, um, at certain periods of time, um, if you follow their track across the sky for a little while, it will look like they're going backwards and then, and then they'll start, um, moving forward on their regular track again. It has to do with the way, um, the speed of their rotation and ours and um, probably like points of the ellipses and I don't know, it doesn't matter. It looks like they're going backwards and that's all that you really have to know. Um, so obviously, I mean, what a planet looks like in the sky can have literally absolutely zero bearing on um, anything that, that we feel, right? Except somehow, you know, I'm not really big into astrology, but I swear somehow it seems like that kind of stuff really does, um, come into play. Um, it really does seem like it has an effect. Um, so, you know, I mean, just like a full moon, a new moon, all that stuff. I know logically i know that all it's doing is you know changing the amount of sunlight that's on the moon but i also know that it affects the tides and i don't exactly understand how i'm sure there are plenty of people that do i don't understand how though um and i know that it seems to affect me you know like um i tend to be a lot more um, fatigued when the moon is full, but I think that the kind of fatigue I feel when the moon is full is, is sort of a, I'm tired because I'm doing a lot of things. Um, and when the moon is new or dark or however you want to say it, um, when it's a new moon, I feel fatigued and, and in a like scattered and unable to comprehend like the most basic things kind of way so and you know I'm a lot like my um my zodiac I'm a Gemini and you know that could be nurture versus nature but I was raised on the belief that Gemini's are 
you know, two-faced backstabbers, but really Geminis are, you know, just multifaceted. We're able to be comfortable with lots of different types of personalities and lots of different situations, and we handle change pretty well. Um, and I wasn't raised on that belief, so I don't think that it's all just nature versus nurture. But anyway, so what does any of that have to do with Mercury being in retrograde? Um, when Mercury is in retrograde, uh, I'm trying to decide how I want to organize my thoughts. All right, so right now, Mercury went into retrograde on September 9th, 2022, and it will come out on October 2nd, 2022. Um, so that's not very long, you know, just under a month, but there's also such a thing called retro shade, and that is for Mercury about two weeks before and two weeks after. So you can begin to feel some of the effects of Mercury being in retrograde before it actually, you know, happens. Um, and then after it has gone direct again, which is what you call it when it's not retrograde anymore, it's direct. Um, after it's gone direct again, you can still feel some of the impacts of it for a couple of weeks. Um, sometimes you may hear people say that um, it's in the shadow of its retrograde. Um, that sounds pretty cool. I like it. Um, but retro shade sounds pretty cool too. Anyway, all right. So generally speaking, if we're talking about Mercury being in retrograde, um, oh, that usually happens uh, three times a year, by the way, um, sometimes four. This this year we get four um, four retrogrades. So when, um, when Mercury is in retrograde, you may notice that you're having a lot of like technological issues, whether it's something like your phone broke or you, you know, accidentally sent like a text message that you didn't mean to send, or, you know, like Facebook or Insta keep like logging you out or, or you go in and there's nothing on your feed. Weird unexplainable kind of technological glitches it's not even glitches it's kind of like all right here's an example I'm, I'm I'm working today or was it's the end of the day now um and I had to I had to do a thing you know in in our um it's like our our ticket system our case system and I had to do a thing and I hit save and the entire tab on my browser just was gone. Like I didn't even see it happen. It wasn't even like, it's like I blinked and it was never there in the first place. Um, and that, that doesn't happen. It really doesn't, but it did tonight. Um, so just like weird things like that, that you really can't, you can't really say what happened. Um, so technolo technolo technology mishaps is what I'm trying to say. There will be technology mishaps. Um, another thing that happens a lot is um, issues with communication. Um, that includes miscommunication and also missing communication. So like things like you may say something, but someone um, in takes that in a way that you didn't mean. Usually not in the best way, you know, um, or there's things like 
someone sent you an email, they can show you that they sent you the email, but it, you don't have it. You never got it. Um, there can also be communication issues like saying things that you really didn't mean to say, you know, maybe in the heat of the moment or something like that. Um, the other thing that, uh, that I know about Mercury being in retrograde is that you may feel physical symptoms, you know, like you may be more fatigued or more anxious, um, more confused, um, more almost like mildly hungover without necessarily having the headache and the nausea, you know, none of that part. Um, so let's talk about why those kind of things, um, happen. Um, you know, as I say that my logical brain just like screamed, that's not why it happens. Um, so, all right, Mercury, you know, all the planets are named after gods. Um, Mercury is the, um, the messenger God. He's the, the God of commerce, um, of cheats and thieves. Uh, he was in charge of like where people went and where like products went. Um, I mean, I guess back in the day it wasn't products. It was like goods, you know, like foods and cloth and, you know, things like that. So he controlled those interactions between people buying and people selling and people getting to the places where they do the buying and the selling and all of that stuff. And he also happened to enjoy playing, um, playing tricks on people. So, you know, you're trying to get to the market and your little horse and buggy or whatever chariot thing that they had back in uh the ancient days um you're trying to get to the market with your stuff and your wheel falls off of your carriage or whatever um or your horse won't go the right direction or like there's just he enjoyed being um keeping things enlivened <laughs> um so that means that when Mercury is in retrograde, you may have issues with the kind of things that he was a part of. Oh, also like communication. So like the person buying and the person selling are unable to communicate in ways that um, they're agreeable with. You know, like it's not just like, yeah, I'll get that toga there for a lira or whatever they had. I don't know. Um it was, you know, that they couldn't come to an agreement on a price or maybe they literally couldn't understand each other, um, you know, any number of things. Of course, this is the mythology of it. I really need to say this is the mythology. I'm stating it as if it's fact and it's mythology. <sighs> okay, maybe now I can move on. <laughs> um, so in modern days, uh, things communication over technology, like done over technology is going to be especially complicated or especially, um, likely to go badly. 
So what can you do? What can you do when Mercury is in retrograde and all of these things are happening to you? The most important thing is to be present in the moment that you're in and to listen actively. You know, not listen to figure out how you're going to respond, but actually listen and think before you make your responses. You may need to make sure that you're allowing yourself to take time out from situations if you need to. Um, you may uh, need to try to keep your head down at work a little bit. You know, you may say things at work that are inappropriate or, you know, um, not uh, acceptable. You know, like if you're rude to your boss um, or for me, I would probably make an actually inappropriate joke about something. Um, I'm, everything is an innuendo to me. So, you know, uh, when Mercury is in retrograde, it is a lot easier for those kind of things to just um, slip out without you realizing that you're about to say it. Um, I mean, not necessarily innuendo. I just mean things that, that don't make you look good. Um, and... That also means that you have to be careful that what you're hearing is what the person is actually intending. So this is a good time of year to practice um, assuming good in, good intentions. You know, most people aren't bad. Most people don't mean to hurt your feelings. And if it hurt your feelings, you need to really evaluate at this time of year. You need to really evaluate if it should have you know, or if it would have in a different situation. Okay, so I um, I did mention that there are two other planets that are in retrograde right now. Um, Mercury is the one that has, for most people, the sort of the, the biggest, uh, the biggest um, impact, you know. And, you know, things like technology issues and miscommunications and, and pranks and things like that, uh, that's pretty, those, those things are a pretty big part of our lives. So I guess that makes sense. You know, it's noticeable. Okay. So, um, Jupiter also is in retrograde. Um, Jupiter, uh, went into re retrograde on July 28th, 2022, and will come out of retrograde on November 23rd, 2022. Now, Mercury had two weeks of retro shade, but Jupiter has about three months before and after. So for several months, um, about four months, you will, um, you may be impacted by Jupiter's retrograde. Um, and Jupiter's retrograde from everything that I'm reading Oh, I meant to say at the beginning, y'all know I don't, I'm not very good at like astrology, right? So some of the stuff I read outright, some of the stuff like the gods and things like that, I am kind of uh, putting things together the way they make sense to me. Um, but you definitely should look into astrology um, for yourself because there's a good chance that the way I've interpreted something may not be the way you would interpret it. Um, oh, also, where, where, um, the planet is 
in the zodiac will have a big impact on the type of um the type of changes it may cause so uh, mercury right now is in libra and libra we know is about um relationships um not not necessarily like romantic relationships but your interactions and dealings with people so what happens when mercury is in retrograde in libra uh it will be that um things will happen that will make you really evaluate the balance of these relationships you know like are you being fairly compensated at work for the for the work that you have to do or you know the flip side of that too are you being compensated and you're not really doing the work um so it'll make us evaluate these kind of things and usually the way that it makes you evaluate it is by blowing something up you know like um maybe at work you get your annual review and they're like yeah you're not you're not doing so good pal you gotta you gotta step it up so if a situation like that should happen whether it's um, you're being told that it's unbalanced um, by you or whether you're realizing that it's unbalanced for you, uh, if that makes sense. Um, you need to be aware of these situations that the universe is putting in front of you because these are your opportunities to, to make changes. Um, I think to me that's really... If, if a planet is in retrograde, it seems like they all are about um, change. You know, these are opportunities for change. And like I said, I'm Gemini. I happen to deal well with change now. I didn't used to. Um, but if change is something that's especially difficult for you, this is a good time to work on it. Um, everybody has to deal with change. It's just nothing ever stays the same. Even when you think it's staying the same, nothing is is ever the same. It's always changing. All right, so um, so yeah, Mercury's in Libra. That has to do with how we um, have relationships, partnerships, friendships, contracts, business relationships. Um, all of those things uh, can be impacted during this time, during this retrograde. Okay, so on to Jupiter. Um, Jupiter is in retrograde in Aries right now. So, you know, it's, it's Aries the Ram, not Aries the God. Those are two different things. They're from the same mythology, but Aries the God is supposed to be spelled A-R-E-S and Aries the Ram is supposed to be spelled A-R-I-E-S. So Aries the Ram, um, if you've heard the mythology about um, Jason and the Argonauts, uh, they were on a quest to get the Golden Fleece from this ram and all this stuff. Um, so that means that um, Aries the Zodiac is about leadership, is about... Um, it's about, uh, you know, going on the quest. It's about having, having the goal and, and, you know, doing everything it takes to reach that goal. Um, so uh, it's about proving your worth, really, I think is what it comes down to. Um, 
Aries is uh, also ruled by Mars and Mars is the god of war so that can kind of tell you you know the god of war doesn't just mean um uh battle it means all the strategy all the um morality or immorality behind it because war can be i mean if you're a war kind of person war can be good or bad you know like mm -hmm. if you're going to war because you want to take somebody's you know territory maybe that's not good but if you're going to war because somebody else some other country is you know like terrorizing your friend maybe that's not as bad um i that's not necessarily how i feel about it for the record um so um but yes the strategy the leadership and you know possibly the bloodlust that comes with uh war those things are um, what govern Aries. So um, also uh, Aries is very active. It's very masculine. Um, they're very good at leading. They're not always very good at finishing. Um, oh, and they're also not very good at communication. Um, so since Jupiter is in retrograde in Aries right now, these are the kind of things that might come into play. The, the negative aspects of things like war and proving your worth and, um, and not being good at communication. So um, as far as the uh, God Jupiter goes, um, Jupiter was the Roman um, God of the sky. Uh, he's a lot like Zeus. Um, he's also known as the light bringer and uh, is often associated with things like morality, um, which is kind of funny. Anyway, it's okay. Uh, so when um, Jupiter is in retrograde right now, um, you may notice things about expansion, prosperity, abundance, happiness, um, the uh oh wait no i'm wrong jupiter what jupiter represents on its own is expansion prosperity abundance happiness uh pure consciousness and soul triumphing over earthly things but when it's in retrograde you may be having to deal with some of the negative aspects of that and it doesn't necessarily mean the opposite of it like expansion the opposite of expansion is to contract right um so maybe it's not about something getting smaller you know the opposite of prosperity is about i mean the opposite of prosperity is poverty right so maybe it's not about poverty but maybe it's about a negative aspect to expansion or a negative aspect to prosperity like um you know maybe you you become suddenly prosperous maybe you win the lottery but now you have to deal with all the the problems that come with having you know an ungodly amount of money and everybody wants to be your friend and now you don't have anybody you can actually really trust and, and count on because are they really your friend or are they just you know trying to you know get a handout or whatever do they just like you because you have money all right so um when jupiter's in retrograde these those are the kind of things to watch out for you know like uh Things that seem good on the surface, but when you really look at it in detail, it may be more, um, 
negative than than what you first assumed. Okay, and the last one, um, you know, I have, I, I'm sorry, I'm a twelve year old in my head, but Uranus is in retrograde. <laughs> um, and it's also, it's, you know, when I was in school, it was Uranus. It was not Uranus, but, um, I have gotten used to saying Uranus now. So, um, we can move on from the laughter. Um, all right. So, uh, Uranus goes into retrograde for 155 days out of the year. Um, that's a little, just under half the year is in retrograde. Um, this year it went into retrograde on August 24th and it will come out of retrograde, um, on January 22nd, 2023. Um, it also has that retro shade for about four months before and after it. So that's, um, five, four, that leaves three months of the year that is not being affected by Uranus's um, track across the zodiac. So, uh, what is Uranus about? Uranus is about revolution and rebellion. Um, it brings big changes. Um, one interesting thing to me is that it spins clockwise, but it rotates counterclockwise. So, like, um, the axis that it spins on is clock is clockwise, just like Earth. But whereas Earth rotates around the sun um, in a clockwise manner, Uranus rotates around the sun in a counterclockwise manner. So, and uh, I think Venus does that too. Um, but to me, that means that um, it's almost like opposing forces that are in perfect balance holding each other up um so if something is different then big changes can happen you know um and a lot of times those big changes do have to do with re revolution and rebellion um and like i feel like uranus's changes and when it's in retrograde the changes that are affected by it they're usually like not exactly they don't feel very good in the moment but then later on when you look back on it you you understand and and you can see and accept that it was actually exactly what you needed um so uh uranus the god uranus the god was the greek god of the sky and the starry heavens um he ruled the whole universe uh he is the son of Gaia, which you know is like the earth and the beginning of things. They, uh, it's, it's called a primordial, um, deity. So like they're, they were the very begin of beginning of things and all the other gods, the Zeus's and the, the, you know, Aries and the Athena's and everything, all of that were born forth from these primordial deities. Um, Am I saying that right? I think I am. Anyway. Um, so, um, oh, and, uh, there's some, um, some mythology says that Gaia gave birth to Uranus, like, on her own. Um, there was no, like, mother and father. It was only Gaia. 
And then there are other ones that say somebody else that I've forgotten was, uh, was the father. But either way, Gaia created Uranus as a way to be all around her at all times. Um, like basically like he had her back and he's her whole universe and she's his whole world. You know what I mean? Um, so, uh, what does that mean? When, when Uranus is in retrograde, um, it allows us to understand things on a deeper universal level on a way of like understanding the connection between things and the significance of individual details. Um, the way that happens may not necessarily be in exactly a pleasant way. You know, like, um, things may come to light that are, um, uncomfortable. You know, maybe that, maybe this is a, a time of year that you find out your significant other is cheating on you because you accidentally saw, you know, like a gift in a drawer or a text message or something like that. Or maybe you find out that, you know, Billy at work is getting paid, you know, like a whole lot more than you and you do more work than he does and you're, you're better at the job than he is. Um, you know, or maybe... I don't know. I feel like I just said two negative things about guys and I probably ought to balance that out. Um, maybe you found out your best girlfriend is, uh, I don't know, working a street corner somewhere. Um, and you don't approve. I, I don't know. I don't have any problem with, with sex workers just for the record, but, um, yeah. So anyway, things may come to light that are uncomfortable to, to find out. But if that happens, this is your signal that you need to get through the difficulties and then try to understand how this change can affect you in a good way. And you know, on that note, you know, short of something like the death of a loved one or you know, some, there, there are changes in, in our lives that happen that are just le legitimately bad all around. Like there's no positive to it. It's just bad. And it is just something that we have to go through. Um, but there are also changes or things. There are things that happen in our lives that we are, that are upsetting, that are, um, depressing, you know, affect our entire mental health. But I think it's important to remember that most of these things, short of the, the big, you know, like death and the death of a loved one kind of thing, most of these things are about perspective. Did you know, for example, that nobody sees the same color as anybody else? Everybody's, the way everybody sees color is about the number of like of cone cells in the back of the eye the arrangement of them the number of them um all that stuff that's how your brain perceives color because color is just white light that's been reflected back into your eye in 
different wavelengths because of something uh, absorbing some of the wavelengths or breaking apart some of the wavelengths. So every eye is different, right? Like has a different number of cones, has a different, possibly different, you know, arrangement of cones. The shape of everybody's eyeball is different. You know, like if you have an astigmatism, your eyeball is more football shaped, right? And I think there's a thing for if your eye is more flat shaped, I don't, I'm just assuming that, but you know, any of those kind of things can affect what your brain perceives as color because it can affect the way the light hits the back of your eye. Um, so it's about perception. What I perceive as red, you may not perceive as exactly the same shade of red as me. Um, so when there are situations that are bad, you may have a tendency to look at it and just say like, see, this is what I'm talking about. Why is my life so horrible? I have to deal with so many problems and everything is so hard for me, but other people don't have it hard like this. And I don't understand why my life is hard and their life is not. So what I'm getting at is if you change the way you perceive things, you can change your entire life. I mean, I know that sounds a little bit hokey, but you really can. If you are able to, if you're able to say to yourself, I know that somehow all of this is going to work out and I just have to get through this hard part. Eventually you'll get through it. And if you can say to yourself, you know, I know good things happen too. Show me the good things. If you start paying attention to the good things, eventually you will train your brain because it's a thing called confirmation, confirmation bias. When you already believe something, your brain will actually pick out the things that tell you you're right. We love to be right. We love to be right. I mean, that's kind of like the reason for every problem we've ever had in society or in civilization. Somebody wanted to be right. <laughs> um, so we love to be right. And when our brain knows that what we believe is that everything is bad, it it's going to like actively work to find the things that are bad to to confirm for you. Yes, you're right. Everything is bad. Um, and then the opposite is true too. Like confirmation bias doesn't only work with the negatives. It works with the positives too. If you say to your, to yourself, you know, all the time, like, all right, well maybe this moment sucks, but overall it's okay because I'm going to get through this and things always work out for me in the end. Even if I didn't know it in the, in the moment where it was headed, it seemed like it was bad. Look where, how it worked out for me. So, so yeah, um, I guess that's your little mental health, uh, three minute could have been a TikTok. Um, yeah, anyway, I'm not a professional and uh, I don't know shit about mental health. All I know is the stuff I've had to deal with and the things that, um, I learned when I was trying to get through all the stuff that I had to deal with. So that's my little gem for you today. Uh change your perspective. Um, and that's what a lot of these things being in retrograde are giving you the op opportunity to do. 
Like that's why I was talking about it. It's like when these things happen, it gives you the opportunity to work on actively changing your perspective or actively eliminating things from your life that shouldn't be there. You know, if you have a toxic friend or you have um, a, an, an unappreciative job or, you know, whatever, the, this is your opportunity to evaluate where you are, where you want to be in a year, where do you want to be in five years, and see if what you're doing right now is um, aligning with where you want to be later. Um, so, yeah. Uh, if you are not... Um, very versed in astrology like me you may like this app called costar there's some other apps out there and i had them on my iphone and i've switched back to samson now and i'll never go back i'm so glad <laughs> um but i've forgotten what some of those apps are but costar is good it's c-o-s-t-a-r it will tell you your um your chart and then what some of those things mean um, if you're, when you are working on any of your astrology stuff, um, the first thing that, that you might want to look at is your, um, your sun, moon and ascendant, um, or rising. Uh, you have to know where you were born and what time you were born, but you don't, it's okay if you don't know the exact time. I don't know the exact time I was born and it's not on my birth certificate. So you just, um, start with like noon. And if it seems like the answers you get really are not at all like you, then try like, um, midnight or I don't know, 6 PM or something like that. Um, because as the planets, you know, as we move through our orbit and the planets are moving through their orbits, sometimes it, it only takes a couple of hours for one of those things to change. So maybe we'll do an episode coming up soon about astrology. You know, I'm not very versed in it, but I really do enjoy it. Um, I don't know what the houses means. No idea. No idea whatsoever. But, um, you know, maybe I can take that as an opportunity to learn. All right. So uh, remember to... Um, that you can uh, follow on Twitter at stuff underscore witchy. Um, you can join the Facebook group. Um, it's called That Witchy Stuff, just like the podcast. Make sure you answer the questions. I'm not letting people in anymore if they don't answer the questions. They're very simple. Um, and I appreciate everyone who is in and who has taken the time to um, interact. It's really cool. <laughs> um, and don't forget that you can follow the podcast on various platforms probably whatever platform you on you're on uh there should be some sort of follow button and um yeah that's it oh you know you guys can uh rate and review on on some platforms too i know like apple you can um audible i don't really uh know for sure about all the other ones but i'm pretty sure you can rate and review them and if you want to do that i'd appreciate it uh apparently that stuff matters. I, I don't know. I don't know. Also, I should say very briefly, because uh, I'm already 10 minutes over. You know, I'm going to, I've just had so much going on uh, that I know that I try to do a weekly episode and, um, and I feel really bad when I don't, but, and I try to do like, if it's not 
every week. I really, really do try to at least do it every other week. But I'm just going to have to cut myself some slack on that. Um, I want to do it every week. When things ease up, maybe I can get back to doing it every week. But for now, it is what it is. And I really appreciate all of you who have, um, you know, stuck with it. We've been going at this for about eight months now. And honestly, that's about seven and a half months longer than I thought I would. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah. Um, anyway. All right. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.